Hey guys, Robert here. Um, I just want to preface this podcast by saying we had some audio issues for the first, I want to say maybe third of the podcast where one of the microphones was going in and out. Uh, so I think it was Ashley's mic. So you might not be able to hear her that well, but we do fix the issue as the podcast is going on. So it does get better. So if you can just bear with it, the audio will get better as the podcast progresses. Thanks, and enjoy the next episode of Top 5. Shark Dropper Studios presents to you Top 5. 5, five 4, four three, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to another episode of Top 5. We're so glad to have you here with us. Uh, here today we have some special guests, but before we do that, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Jose, and I also have here... Robert. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my name, but I'll do it. Uh, you know, I want you to introduce yourself. You know, if people want to hear that voice of yours. Mm, thank you. <laughs> uh, we also have two special guests. Uh, they do fictional voices for a lot of our podcasts. Their names are... And Chris. There you go. All right, and um, today we have a special episode for you. It's uh, it's actually one of my favorite topics of top five in a long time. Not that any of the other ones are bad, but this one's No, really you good. hated the other ones. You always yeah, talk shit about the other ones, <laughs> and you're like, this is the one I really want to do, guys. Um, today we're doing top five movie endings. The greatest movie endings of all time, time, time. According to us. Yeah, according to us. Right. Which is going to be a little bit skewed, but um, mm -hmm. hopefully there won't be too many repeats. And he's greatest endings ever. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to find my list right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Literally pulling out something and unfolding it as yep. we speak. So got it. <laughs> um, just a little warning. Spoilers. This is a movie endings top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you haven't got that by now, um, yeah, it, there's going to be a lot of They named all these movies and they just kept describing the endings. <laughs> it was so annoying. <laughs> but how's the start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I guess we could just jump right into it, right? Let's go sure. with uh, top five. Uh, Robert, what's your number five? Ooh, number five. Number five is actually a favorite movie of mine, um, and it's actually a remake, which I don't like a lot of remake films. But this one I love, and it's mainly because of Mr. Jeff Goldblum, who's in it. He's the lead character, and that movie is The Fly. And I thought you were going to say Independence Day. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not my favorite ending. That's not my favorite movie. That's not my favorite <laughs> beginning to a movie. <laughs> Just don't like that movie. Um, no, The Fly. Uh, basically, based on like the original, which was, I think, uh, yeah, it was Vincent Price, where he turns into a fly because he goes through like, a teleporter thing. And he, they're in the Jeff Goldblum one, a fly gets into the teleporter. They mix genes, and he kind of starts becoming a fly. It's directed by David Cronenberg, so it's like very, like, gross like very grotesque like how he starts turning into a fly so like but in the morning what? it's like yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> so he like gets like very like like just gross looking as he becomes a fly and then at the very end 
he still has like a human part to him. So it's a very sentimental ending because he has like the the woman that loves him and fell in love with Jeff Goldblum. She has to actually kill him as a fly at the very end when he can't even speak anymore and he's just like a grotesque monster. And she shoots him and he actually like grabs the gun barrel and puts it to his head as like the fly and then she kills him. Like pretty sad ending. It's just a horror movie, but it's like a pretty sad ending. And it like it got it got to me. What would you do if your loved one was a fly? So what it? Yep. Bugs ever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. Wait, like, how big was he as a fly? I didn't see the movie. You never seen it? No. Dude, watch it. It's oh, so yeah? good. It's really good. Is he like a humongous fly? Like, and he's yeah. Actually it's, but he doesn't. He doesn't look like. I mean, he's not like black with like wings. He's just really grotesque because like parts of him are still human, parts of him are. Yeah, it wasn't oh, like they just put wings on him and he had big bug eyes. <laughs> it was like weird, awkwardly morph, like down the middle of a face and just. I'm just saying, if Chris. Since he's my loved one, was turning to a fly. I'd be like, "Where's the divorce papers?" Uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't still date him. No. What? No. 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 All about aesthetics here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the looks. Uh, superficial. <laughs> Love it. But we're honest. I've been hearing a lot, a lot about the fly from Robert, so I guess I have to watch it finally. Dude, watch it. it. The the ending. It gets to me. It's pretty sad. And Roger Ebert said that. Uh, Jeff Goldblum should have been nominated for an Oscar, like for really? Fly, because he is that good in it. Yeah. What year was it? Nineteen eighty-seven, maybe. Nineteen eighty-seven. All right, I will check that out. Do it for sure. Yeah. Top five, Robert. That's my number five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we'll go to Ashley. Your number five. Okay. Well, we're sharing a list, so our top. Oh, five... that's right. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Ashley and Chris are sharing a list. They're doing a joint list. They thought. Very hard. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing list. Very hard. For almost five minutes, we thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing Toy Story 3 for our number five choice, only because we think the ending was very sentimental, and um, Andy giving his toys away to the little girl, just saying goodbye to his childhood one last time and playing with him one last time as well. You know, we've, <laughs> we've been watching this movie since, uh, watching the series, you know, since the first one. We were the same age as Andy and kind of grew up with him, and it was... It was very emotional, you know, watching him give away the toys for the first time. And it it was kind of like, you know, you're growing up. And it's like that's part of your childhood, like closing, you know, the last door being closed. And it was, I don't know, that, that was a really sentimental movie for us. And, you know, you see Sid in the background, or so it's theorized that he was the, the new garbage man. Oh, yeah, uh, from yeah. the first one or whatever. Right, this is the little monster that had, like, the weird baby doll heads and pins <laughs> in them. Yeah. It's like, hmm. yeah, no, yeah, now he's, you know. Working with garbage. I like the ending to Toy Story 3. That's why I like, and we were talking about this before the podcast, is like, why are they doing a Toy Story 4? Like, yeah. I, I just felt like yeah. it ended perfectly. It was money. Dang. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's the answer to everything. Why are they doing Independence Day 2? That's true. They're supposed to do an Independence <laughs> Day 3. Back the 90s. Shut that's up. What's wrong with that? Yeah, bring back the 90s. <laughs> oh, God. I think you're giving no, They already remade the 80s. Might hey. as well remake the 90s. Pokemon's back. We should remake the 2000s. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Nothing, <laughs> nothing good Let's happened not. in between 2000 and 2010. Nothing. Nothing at all. Those are Millennials. Uh, 9-11, guys. 9-11. <laughs> words, words out of my mouth. Right? Just be like Lois. 9-11. <laughs> 9-11. Oh God! Just, okay, let's go change the subject here. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go on to my number five. Uh, this is actually a recent movie, um, but I love it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It is Ex Machina. Has anybody seen uh, that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ashley and Chris have not. Actually, we have to watch it. 
watch it. You didn't go to the screening Man. when I did it? I hate spoiling endings for you, but this is top five, and that's what we're going to do. So Ex Machina is a movie where this genius creates a artificial intelligence, and he wants to test it out to see if um, it truly is artificial, it truly is, uh, well, if it's, what do you call it, real to humans. Mm-hmm. You know, not he knows that it's an artificial intelligence. He knows it's extremely smart, but he wants to know if it can fool even somebody that he brings in. So he brings in somebody, and he does this whole kind of experiment in his house. And basically, the end of the movie is um, the guy falls in love with the robot because she's like very beautiful. It's a girl robot, and it lets her out. And then the ending is the ending is amazing. I hate I hate spoiling this right now. <laughs> Are you guys gonna watch it? Probably not. Okay, well, there you go. so. In the whole movie, you actually believe that the robot's in love with the guy. And you could obviously tell the guy's in love with the mm-hmm. robot. And the ending of the movie, she closes the door and kills the main guy, like the genius. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where um, he's looking at her, like waiting for her to acknowledge him. And she just walks away. Yeah. Like, well, doesn't he get he gets locked down there because it goes into like some kind of yeah, it goes into like some kind of lockdown. But she has the ability to open the door, right? And she doesn't, she and she doesn't. But not only that, it's the way that she doesn't even look <laughs> at him. Like the whole movie, you're one hundred percent convinced there's a connection, and she's just a robot. There's no emotion. She's just smart. She just used him the whole time. Walks out and goes into the world, and it's like holy shit. It was, I don't know. It was amazing. And he, yeah, he gets stuck down there, and he's like this nice guy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> awful. It's, yeah, it's so really great. depressing. Great, yep, great movie that. though. Um, I still even saying all the things I said. You still watch it because it's just it, it, it's emotional roller coaster. <laughs> It'll get you the whole time. I've heard good things about it since it came out. Just haven't got around to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. It was a good little low budget kind of thriller. Was it low budget? I think it, it didn't budget. look like a low budget. The guy film. who directed it, well, that was his first movie directing. He actually wrote. A lot of uh, Danny Boyle films. I think he wrote uh, 20 Days Later and Sunshine, I believe, that Danny Boyle directed. And uh, this was his first one that he wrote and directed. Who's the um, the actor, the main actor, the genius guy? Wait, the genius guy or yeah, the other guy the who lets her guy. out? The, uh, Oscar Isaac is that guy. Man, that guy, it's, it's one of the best performances I've ever seen. He's the guy him. who plays Poe Dameron or whatever his name is in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. The new one. Yes. And then Domhnall Gleeson is the other guy, and he's in uh, Harry Potter. He's one of the twins or whatever. Oh, that's right. You know, I never made that connection until just now. Look at that. Yeah. It's good. It's good cast. Yeah. Great acting. Robot acted great, too. (laughs) (laughs) Solid robot acting. All right. um, Let's go on to Robert's number four. My number four is going to be a movie that I know no one's seen here, (laughs) but I'm just going to describe it anyways because it's so brilliant. It's called Bridge on the River Kwai, and it's an old movie. One best picture in 1956. I think it was 56. And uh, basically, the movie is just, it's a POW, um, like these British soldiers get captured in Japan during World War II, and they're forced to build this bridge for the Japanese so that the Japanese can start, like, shipping more and more, like, ammunitions and just, like, food and all this kind of stuff to, like, you know, continue the war and stuff. And uh, the main general of the British troops is Alec Guinness, who played Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. And he gets so caught up with building this bridge, even though he's a prisoner. He, like, he tries to help them and stuff like that. And he starts – he doesn't realize, like, he's really helping the Japanese. But the British are so, like, 
do a good job that he's just like trying to build the best bridge ever and the americans a couple americans escape they come back to blow up the bridge and as they're trying to do that he tries to stop them from blowing wow. up the bridge because he just spent like years trying to build it and then he then at the very end he kind of realizes like oh shit like this is for the japanese and this is like going to further their war like be able to you know fun like bring more weapons in and stuff like that he realizes it and then that's when he's like oh shit and after the americans get shot he actually goes over and blows up the bridge at the very well he goes to do it and then he gets shot and he falls on the little detonator wow. and it blows up the whole bridge Aww. so it's like it's pretty cool it's a three-hour movie and it's like really epic it sounds good and, the way uh, you described it yeah. yeah it's like very i mean i'm shortening a lot of it but that's like the, the <laughs> ending itself is just like crazy that he like was so caught up in building this bridge that he didn't realize it was for the enemy the whole time. I don't know. That's my number four. Good. Good choice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just look over at him. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Ashley and Chris. Uh, well, we chose the notebook for number four. I kind of want to change it because uh, the movie you described reminded me of another one. I just remember and it's the Which best one? movie ever. You want to change it on the fly? Yeah. Plot twist. I'm sorry, but um, wait, was it was the notebook his, your choice? <laughs> Don't lie. Yeah, no, it was my Guys choice. love the notebook, um, right? I mean, right? you'll like it. Okay, it was this movie called Life is Beautiful. Uh, it was set in World War II in Italy. Father and son. Uh, son's about five years old, and they get caught by the Germans because they're Jewish. And the father is the only person who can um, translate German to Italian, but he doesn't want to scare his son thinking that, hey, if you do chores, you die. It's basically you do chores and get points and get rewards. Well, the ending is pretty sad because you you think they're going to escape and, um, you know, live a happy life. But the father gets caught and he's taken down an alley and gets shot. Son, of course, doesn't see it. He just sees an American soldier and says he's lost. But it's just like it's kind of teary eyed. I've, I've actually never seen this movie, but it won what? a couple Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> he won a, an Oscar for his portrayal. Uh, I heard he like jumped in his seat. He jumped on a couple of <laughs> yeah, seats like, when he was so excited. Seat. Yeah. Did you you heard that too? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually watched that live. Yeah, the, but it was, those Oscars. It was just really sad because you think like they're actually gonna make it out, you know. Of course, you know, World War Two was not the happiest times. But um yeah, you know, you just rooting for him and then find out the dad dies, but he tried to do a good thing for his son and not make the world such a scary place for him. Right. That's awesome. That's like, wait, did you guys ever see uh, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? Yes. Oh, that's, my gosh. That's what I thought you were describing at first. That's, no, yeah, that's that what I thought like at first wow. when you were going, but that one was really depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really depressing. I don't want to say that the dad kind of deserved it because, no, he right. was a Nazi. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, but still. The, yeah. But still, like the kids, though. Yeah. That was rough. Anyways, <laughs> different movie. All, all right, okay. That was uh, that was number four. That's yep. good. Life is beautiful. Um, my number four. Yep, yep. All right, this is probably one of my more recent favorite movies in the, in the 2000s. It's a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first James Bond movies that Daniel Craig, actually the first, not it's one the of first. the first. It's not one of the first. One of the first. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the first one. It's Casino Royale. <laughs> Casino Royale, it's it's a great movie because Casino Royale was a prequel, right? Right to the uh, James Bond film. It's supposed to be a prequel to the uh, James Bond films. It's the first book that was ever written by Anne Fleming that they just never got the rights to to like actually film. And it's the first James Bond movie that I was able to see in theaters because Pierce Brosnan was before that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to see any of those in theaters, so it was, it was the first James Bond that I could actually have a connection with. 
and the ending is just fucking epic. Um, the you know he falls in love obviously with uh, mm-hmm. what's her name Vesper Lynn. Yes, and <laughs> he, uh, Robert knows like everything about. <laughs> the same movies. thing. It looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. just, Robert, can you explain why this is my top four? <laughs> All right, JJ likes this because no, go ahead. Um, so he falls in love, and the scene in the elevator—it's going underwater. She has the capability of being rescued and doesn't and he fights for her and she just because she did backstab him oh yeah and she but, lied to him and everything but that he didn't care well he, he knew still that loved her he, he found out that. about that and then she realized that like you know he knows and she just she fell in love with him too but she also had her job that she was doing that scene is so heartbreaking because she so drowns watch. and then he he finally gets the elevator open, open. grabs her it's too late and it's too late she's dead Plot twist. There should have been like a uh, alternate ending. Oh, God. He saves her and then kills her for backstabbing. Yeah, he just shoots her. <laughs> <laughs> I got a license to kill, bitch. <laughs> no, uh, that one, yeah, that's a really depressing Bond ending. But like Casino Royale is one of my favorite, not only just Bond films, but one of my favorite movies like oh, in general. It's a good one. It's a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. All right, um, we'll go on to Robert's number three. What is my number three? I don't know. What is your number three? You know what? I know what my number three is. Oh, wait, you're going to change it? Nope. It's the same one that I have on my list. The same one as number four. Number three, yeah, it's the same one. I'm going to tell you about Bridge on the River Kwai again, guys. (laughs) Uh, It's quite good. Now, uh, my number three is a movie starring Kurt Russell and Keith David. And that's what the ending is, is those two guys sitting together. And it's John Carpenter's The Thing. I love John Carpenter's The Thing. It's a horror movie with a shape-shifting alien that just takes over this Antarctic base and uh, one by one just starts killing the crew and taking them over. You don't know who's who. You don't know if somebody's, like, real or not. Um, I see JJ scribbling over on his Mm because I think he might have had the same one (laughs) somewhere. Um, Actually, it was a good movie. It's a really good movie. And the ending is basically Childs, played by Keith David... Uh, runs out of the place where he was supposed to guard. He was supposed to watch the door of one of the like bunkers, and he ends up running out into the snow, and you don't know why. You assume maybe because he saw like what he thought was the thing, and he left. Kurt Russell and the rest of the crew decide to blow up the whole place. They blow it up. Kurt Russell's the only one who makes it out, and while he's outside, he's around like all this fire. The fire's going to go out eventually. They're just in the snow. He sits down, and then Childs comes back, and he goes like, "Where were you?" And Child said, "I think I, or I thought I saw something, but that's why I came back when I saw the fire. I got lost out there." So they sit next to each other and they're just drinking, like I don't know what they're drinking, like scotch or something. And while they're drinking, you don't know if Keith David is really the thing. And even Kurt Russell goes like, "Hey, if we have any surprises for each other, let's just keep it to ourselves." And they do. They don't do anything. And that's just kind of how it ends. You don't know if he's the thing or not. It's it's a very interesting – it just kind of pans out, and then that's it. Mm. Wow. Great ending. Yeah. No, absolutely. Very ambiguous. <laughs> <coughs> um, yeah, isn't there some kind of theory that he – Kurt Russell gave him gasoline? A Molotov cocktail. Yeah, he gave him a Molotov cocktail drink instead of an actual liquor. And then he when he – because in the scene when he drinks it, and, you know, he drinks it like it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell has this kind of look on his face, like, like he I laughs, mean, like he knows, like, oh, gosh. There's a lot of fan theories that it could be, like, that he could be the thing. I don't think he was, 
But he could have been, and if it was a Molotov cocktail that he like pretended to drink and then gave the child so he could drink it, it's pretty smart, but we never see anything come of that. It just kind of pans out. The thing actually is very similar to a recent horror movie that came out called It Follows, which is a great movie. Oh, terrible. It's a great terrible movie. movie. And it's very Why similar are... because oh the, ending, the ending is very ambiguous. You have bad taste, Robert. No. <laughs> bad taste. No. It's very ambiguous. At the very end, you don't know if the thing is still following them at the very end, and it cuts out. There's no That's there's fine. no built-up aggression after It Follows at all. <laughs> Me and <laughs> Ashley disagree on uh, yeah. this one film. You do? <laughs> before, yeah. Ever. Yeah. This is the first time we're all hearing of it. It was scary. This it was movie. good. Oh. <laughs> That was a good movie. I I, it was it a follows movie. is actually uh, an honorable mention of mine. Oh, well, <laughs> really? it was. <laughs> All right, let them name their number three. <laughs> All right. I'm Chris and Ashley. Do that All one. Right. For number three, Fight Club. I mean, Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, awesome movie. As far as endings go, I mean, you have the narrator the whole time, this depressed man who's, you know, constantly, you know, going to counseling and just not right in the head, uh, creates this alter ego in his head which is Tyler Durden you know Brad Pitt and the movie the whole movie though you just see him talking with his friend and they're going back and forth I mean they're trying how, how would you say this they're trying to take out this conglomerate you know the corporation Banking or something like that yeah or... at the end of the movie they're they end up creating some kind of terrorist plot essentially to blow up a Bunch bank you know yeah, yeah. to wipe out everyone's credit card debt and you know again you know the narrator which is Edward Norton and Tyler Durden working, you know, side by side. Tyler Durden is a, a guy who creates soap, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. it was something like that. And the whole movie, they're just going hand in hand to try and, you know, take all this stuff while creating fight clubs. Jared Leto's in there has a pretty gnarly scene in that movie. It's it, when I think Jared Leto, I think of that fight scene from Fight Club where he you know, gets his face bashed in. It's, ugh. Yeah. Sorry, Jared Leto. I can't think of it any other way now. Yeah. So the movie pans out towards the very end and. They end up getting this big fight over the girlfriend, and you know, it ends up turning out that Tyler Durden is just something that Edward Norton has created in his head. Yeah, it just made it up, and it wasn't, it's never real. This whole movie, you're seeing two people that's one person, yeah. And you know, it was, it was such a great twist. And when did the movie come out? Maybe 99. Yeah, maybe 99. Oh, God. Is it really that old? Yeah. Oh, that scares me. Yeah. And I remember I saw it at an age way too young to be watching that movie. I mean, when it first came out, it was VHS. And Mm. I know my brother bought it, took it home. It's like, hey, you should watch this with me. And here I am, you know, 10, 11 years old going, oh, this will be fun. And freaked me out. But it stood with me. It was a great, great ending. Such a plot twist that you never saw coming. This guy that he's with this whole time is not real. So, and then again, watching it later as an adult, still... You know, really great, great twist in the end. Yeah, that, that movie was directed by David Fincher, and I, I love Fincher. I'm not a huge fan of like that movie, but like the ending, like I, I think Fincher just does like great endings, like a lot of times. Seven was another film he did. Girl you know that ending is uh, good to that movie. Sorry to interrupt, Robert. <laughs> no, you're good. You know the ending is like good to a movie when you want to forget it. <laughs> when you wish you you didn't know it, so that way you could rewatch it and experience yeah. that for the first time. And that's what Fight Club was for me. Because knowing, finding out that Tyler Durden is not real, like yes. it's just mind blowing. But then you you think about well, what about this, and then they show it, yeah, like him fighting himself. And like, well, you what about this, and they show it, and it's like just punch oh himself right in the God. face, and everyone's yeah. just looking at him in shock and awe, and like, what are you doing? And in his mind, though, that's Tyler taking a shot at him, and right. he just does that weird like uppercut to himself, you know? Yeah, like, punch. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yep, I Absolutely. felt that way about the Sixth Sense, where like 
I got that spoiled before I went to watch it, and it just kind of like ruined the whole. That was experience the same vibe me. I got too. You know, and just someone who's there the whole movie is just suddenly not there. <laughs> yeah, just not there. Yep. That was the one where I knew the ending, and then I forgot it because I got older and I didn't watch it in so long. Mm. And then somebody spoiled it again. I'm like, oh, that is the ending. Like, crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I would have watched that again. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, great number three. Actually, Fight Club is an excellent movie. You had that on your list, didn't you? Uh, I crossed it out. Okay. <laughs> We're good. We don't have to mention that movie. It's mm -hmm. all done. Um, but I crossed it out before we actually started talking about the list. But my number three yeah. is a it's it's a happy ending. Okay. It's a happy ending. And this movie is like a really long movie too. And I will watch the entirety of the movie just to get to the ending and get this happy feeling because I love it so much. And it's the Shawshank Redemption. Really? That's the good I love the movie. The Shawshank Redemption is a fantastic movie. It's slow, it's mm -hmm. long, and it, but it has good scenes throughout. And at the end, just his whole escape scene and then um, his friend, Morgan Freeman, going out, getting released, seeing him on the beach. It's like, oh, it's just amazing. I thought it was a true story growing up. Really? Uh, because I was an idiot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, finally figured out it wasn't true. I'm like, oh, that sucks. But it's written it by Stephen great. King. Stephen King wrote it. Yeah, he writes true stories. He, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. You I ever heard that true story, It? <laughs> Fucking scary as shit, man. There's clowns out there that turn into giant spiders. Right? Oh, man. That was actually on my I've list. I've never seen it. We got to spoil it for me now? Sorry. Uh, well, there's that. <laughs> well, they're re remaking it, so I might as well just go see that. Hopefully he's not a giant spider at the end. But go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, I was just saying the Shawshank Redemption was on my list, but I haven't seen it in so long. I didn't want to put it on here and then go, yeah, that movie's great because, uh, you know, and only have, you know, a few Try moments. There. But that what you just brought up was the exact moments that you remember is them meeting up and it's such a great moment. Them smiling on the beach, actual freedom that they had. I believe that that wasn't the original ending either. They wanted really? to not have a happy ending like that. They oh, wanted to keep that. it kind of, just kind of like morose, like very... Well, they didn't think the raping and the it almost killing and I mean, yeah, but that's the guy the <laughs> committing suicide was depressing enough. I think that they thought it was just going to kind of take away from the whole feel of the movie to have like a weird like happy ending, which I kind of get to a point, but I'm also okay with it. Like it, it was fine What's with wrong me. with the happy ending? There was that one scene though where Morgan Freeman was in the same room that the library dude that killed himself. Yeah. When he got, when he was oh, free. and he saw the... And then Morgan Freeman went there and you thought he was going to kill himself too and it's like, yeah. no! Doesn't he mark it too? Like he marks yeah. the rafter or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean that movie. That movie is really good. That that movie I think is on the top of IMDb's top 100, 250 list or whatever. It's number one. It's like always it's always reviews. up there. Yeah. yeah, I was going through that list today actually really? as just a reminder of other movies that might be overlooking, and I saw that on there. I saw, yeah. saw a few lists, and it's up there on all of them. Yeah, it's on like everything. Usually, like you look at top one hundred movies, it's going to be up there. Yeah, yeah. All right, and now the moment you've all been waiting for, our top two, Robert, right after this break. <laughs> yeah. Robert. Yeah. Best Charlton Heston line of all time. Where's the butter? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That was, uh, that's, that's a good one. John, you. He can't recover. Well, anyways, go to sharkdropper.com, www.sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our fantastical I podcasts. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> it's a little too late for that.
Hey guys, I was thinking about the rating system we use in horror play. What about it? Can we apply it to things other than horror games? Like furniture? Or beer? What's the scariest beer you guys ever drank? Walnut brown ale. It's very nutty. Black yeah. stallion piss. I don't think that's a real beer. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. That's that's scary. Why don't we just stick to horror games? I think that's a good idea. I agree. Check out SharkDropper.com and listen to horror play. The search for the scariest game ever made. www.SharkDropper.com Oh, Robert, stop drinking the horse piss. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. We are counting down the top five greatest movie endings of all time. Uh, we already got done with our top three uh, from Robert and Ashley and Chris and myself, Jose. Mm-hmm. And now we're going on to number two, Robert. Hi. My number two is a Western starring uh, Clint Eastwood, Eli Wallach, and Lee Van Cleef. Oh, and it's called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Now, the reason why... This, this, to me, you've seen it, right, JJ? No. You've never seen it? Well, I like I tried to, like, multiple really? times. <laughs> I couldn't get through the first five minutes. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so serious. I <laughs> couldn't serious? do it. All right, well, then you're going to hate this ending because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say The ending, basically, it's yeah, all nice. about finding this, this certain amount of money. And, the, and um, Clint Eastwood's character, he's the good. He plays Blondie or whatever. Um, Eli Wallach is uh, Tuco, and he's the ugly, and then Lee Van Cleef is the bad. And basically, all three of these guys are trying to find this certain amount of money, and they all have like pieces of information of where the money is, but it's not enough to connect the dots and find out exactly where it is. So they each have like a little piece, and they're all trying to like get it one over each other, trying to get to where this money is. They eventually find out it's buried with a certain Confederate soldier, I believe, in a grave, or maybe it's just a, an empty grave, because um, this all takes place during the Civil War, and um, it's in a grave in a certain graveyard, like in the middle of the desert, so they all end up showing up to that spot at the same time, and basically, they decide, like, okay, Blondie, Clint Eastwood's character, is like, I know, I know where it is, I'm going to write it down on this rock, I'm going to turn it down on there, and we're just going to have a shootout for it, so he writes it down, him, the the ugly Lee Van Cleef, they all go to like to separate sides of this huge graveyard, and there's literally a seven to eight minute just stare down, and it's seven to eight minutes just music going, and it's just them staring at each other, and like no one moves anything like that, and you just see them like kind of looking at each other. It's the greatest like music over like nothing, <laughs> to make it so intense, and nothing's happening for like eight minutes like long like for real like nothing happens and they're just staring at each other and then finally just it gets more intense it, there's like quicker cuts of their hands their eyes their th- all this stuff and it's just going really quick and then all of a sudden one of them draws their gun they all fire and then you know <coughs> the good makes it of course obviously yeah you didn't but, even say that and i already knew it but it's so intense and so good and then after that they end up getting the money and uh you know he gets away with it and stuff and like takes off but it's just it's like that that showdown is one of the best showdowns, and like only Sergio Leone, who directed that movie, could like pull off something like that great, where it's just like literally like eight minutes of people staring at each other, and it's like so intense you're on the edge of your seat. That's my number two. Uh, have you guys seen that movie? Nope. 
I know the iconic scene. Staring <laughs> down each other. It's I feel about like it. awful. Like I like movies, but I've never haven't watched any Roberts movies. Like uh, I know you have. Wait, Robert's more of like fifties, so sixties kind of movies guy. I thing. love all kinds of movies, but I like a lot of old movies. Yeah, I love. I just love movies. <laughs> All right. Robert likes movies, apparently. <laughs> yep. Wait, you watch movies? I know. That's weird, right? That's totally weird. <laughs> you didn't know that. No. <laughs> Robert knows things. All right. <laughs> Ashley and Chris, you're number two. All right. For number two, it is the original Saw movie. And I think we can all agree that this was a different kind of movie as far as horror went. And the movie, it starts with you just see two guys just chained in a cold dark bluish looking room it looks like a bathroom or Mm -hmm. um and you know it it was so different and i remember being so captivated by it and before the movies got kind of way out of whack after the directors changed but um as you know the setting sets you know the main character i believe is adam he wakes up in the bathtub filled with water and as he gets up you know he looks over and sees another gentleman tied to a post uh, you know, shackled by the ankle and another what appears to be a dead body and you know with a gunshot wound to the head laying in the middle of his floor and they're trying to recall the whole movie how they got there why they're in there what they can do to get out um you know everybody obviously remembers the scene where the guy is where the other gentleman is hacking off his leg the you know this is what i have to do to get freedom this is no other there's no other way um and you know they keep seeing these tapes and in comes what would a appear to be who they assume to be jigsaw and you know they finally end up you know i'm obviously skipping a lot but they end up taking this guy down and you know beating him down only to you know when they finally beat him to death they finally find the tape on him and play it to find out he was just another pawn in this game just like they were he wasn't actually jigsaw Mm. and they're left just baffled and just they don't know what to do and then all of a sudden out of nowhere that scene that where the the dead body just suddenly his hands slide in towards his chest and he does a little push up and he just slowly rises and that that ominous music is just playing and it's almost like it's happening in slow motion and he takes that one breath that and you just oh my god this guy's alive and that's jigsaw that's your that's your serial killer and he's with you the whole time you know and yeah, he, he was in the room the whole time, like when they first got there, yeah. they saw From the, the dead body. Opening scene to the very end, and it was pretty in crazy. there for everything, and only to, you know, and he just had him screaming to be let out, and he says, your key was in that tub with you when you first woke up, and when you woke up, you pulled the drain, and the key went down the drain, and and then, you know, he seals his fate. Yeah, <laughs> he closes that big door and leaves him for his, you know, cold, lonely death, and, and that was such a, it, it stuck with me, and like, Everyone I talked to that saw that movie said the same thing. Even you know, you know, whether you liked the movie or not, or thought it was corny or not scary, that when you saw the body get up in the middle, that's been there the entire movie. No one saw it coming. Yeah, no, that was that was like every and saw movie tried to replicate that yeah. too. And the directors, their goal was with the budget that they had to make a movie set in one room. Yeah, just make it a horror movie. I mean, they pulled it off so. And yeah, uh, it was really good. They have scenes and flashbacks from other parts, but almost the entire movie was shot in that one room, and they tell such a great story without having to go anywhere on such right. a tiny budget. It was brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always these tiny budget horror movies that are so amazing. Blair Witch. Yeah. The um, what is it? Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. Oh yes, I love Paranormal Activity. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, started with an I and in follows. 
It follows. It follows. Oh <laughs> my God, Robert! <laughs> greatest movie of all time. Is this okay, we're gonna, people, are we that is the greatest worst movies? movie That's ever. number one. <laughs> worst movie. It was stupid. Like we'll do our top <sighs> five movies, and she can do the top five worst movies. Yeah, I bet you we'll have some crossover. Actually, <laughs> our number one movies. is my so top. True. We could totally do top five worst movies of all time. No, our, all right. Well, Ashley's not coming. Ashley's reading from Robert's top five. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just share the list. <laughs> I just cannot uh, so believe yeah, that you like that two. movie. It's an amazing movie. Oh. Okay. And I'm sure you hated Titanic and Jurassic Park, too. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. What? I <laughs> like that's, those That's movies. my number two, Titanic. <laughs> Titanic? <laughs> the ending. I never saw it coming. It's really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that iceberg came out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> There's, like, crazy conspiracy theories around the Titanic, but we won't go there right now. This is that's, not top five conspiracies. Top five. That, was, that was two episodes ago. Um, I'll go on with my number two. I had to change it because somebody had... <laughs> something on my list and i refuse to have something that is on other people what's wrong with crossover no i will i will (laughs) not change my list if somebody else has my number it was a really good top five anyway and and i'm glad i have it on here Mm -hmm. um it's old robert likes old yeah (laughs) how old charlton heston old oh ben-hur ten commandments Ten Commandments. <laughs> He's Great Charlton ending. Heston is in Great Ten ending. Commandments. I'm just naming movies. No. Hey, hold on. Charlton. Planet of the Apes. Planet Got of it. the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is my number two. We all know the iconic scene of Charlton Heston on the beach seeing the Statue of Liberty and the whole time they've been on Earth. The whole time. Yeah. They, in your nuclear war, destroyed Earth and there they are. Um, great, great movie. Still, still I can still movie. watch it till this day and still be... Happy the entire movie, you know. Oh yeah, and the remake was freaking awful. That's Tim Burton. That was that was really uh, bad. It was awful. Yeah, with Mark so, Wahlberg, so bad. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> that one. That one was. You rough. tried. The Charlton Heston, like that one's really good, especially that ending. It's like such a twist. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll agree with that. I mean, I think that's one of my honorable mentions, and yeah, that's that's a crazy twist it's, it's ending. A crazy twist ending. It's awesome, and it's. Probably one of the most, most iconic endings of all time, as far as movie goes. Damn you! Damn yeah. you! I mean, even Damn you, you all to hell! Even if you didn't see the movie, you knew that scene. I mean, I knew that yeah. scene before I even saw the movie. And oh yeah, it, it's a lasting impression. It's crazy because like the title of the movie is Planet of the Apes, so you just assume it's like another planet. Right. It's just mm-hmm. another planet. This is a planet with apes, guys. <laughs> but then... I wish I could have assumed that, but I yeah. never did in my life. Really? <laughs> well, yeah. Like you said, it's always been spoiled from the beginning. Yeah. No. It was iconic. It's just an iconic scene in general. It's just a good ending. All right. <laughs> Weird awkward pause. Um, okay. So now, the moment you've all been waiting for is our number one. This is the... <laughs> Three number one greatest movie endings of all time, starting with I don't even want to start with Robert. You always you always start first. I'll go Why don't last. we end with Robert? Okay, I'll go first this time. Then all we'll right, go, do it. Unless you guys yeah. want to go first. No, you go first. Okay, Bones. fine. So I'll go first. My greatest movie. I have to look at my list. <laughs> yeah, don't oh, talk so into the prepared. mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother talking I into that mic. Literally JJ. <laughs> look at my list, even though I know what it is. Um, this ending still like had me thinking for for weeks. I was on YouTube researching it. Like, I I needed to know what the ending was, what what it what it meant, and I saw like great videos on um, conspiracy theories about it. Mm-hmm. It's Inception. Waiting to die alone. 
back for you. I remind you of something. Something you once knew. That this world is not real. To convince me to honor our arrangement. Faith, yes. Go back. So we can be young men together again. Come back with me. The dreidel, the is it dreidel? Is it, no, it's yeah. a top. He's a top. Yeah. Top. And he spins it, and it's his. And it's his. Uh, what do you call that? In it's, Inception. I would just say an indication of whether he's indication in the world. of whether it's real or, or not. not. But there's something they called it. Yeah. yeah. So basically, if he spins the top and it continues to spin forever and ever and ever, he's in a dream. If right. it falls, he's in the real world because physics, right? Yeah. Um. That was the ending. He spins it, walks away. You never know, right? Like it just zooms it's, in, getting but closer. But it does kind of wobble a little uh, bit. But the greatest part of that ending is not that, because it, it com- t- totally fooled me until I actually did the research online. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his indicator, or whatever you call it. Right. That was his wife's indicator, and he even explains that in the movie. Wow. He says that the top was her indicator of whether she was in a dream or in the real world. And his was something else. I forget exactly what it was. So the whole time you're thinking, did it fall? Did it fall? Did it fall? And then you actually look it up and it's like, no, it doesn't matter if it falls or not. That's not his. His right. is something else. But he doesn't it, He doesn't even care about it. He right. see, he's, Once he that. saw his children in the end, that's all that mattered to him, whether he was in a dream or not. Right. Because he loved them so much. And so many people get caught up on the point that Robert was making that he spins it, it's going, it's going, and then right as it cuts it, it it, it might appear. It appears it like does maybe appear it, it till, to wobble a little, bit, a little bit, and you're like, uh, and then it cuts. <laughs> yeah, you're like, maybe, maybe, because it's such a f- faint little movement. Yeah, no, that was a good ending. I knew it was gonna cut there too. Like when he spun yeah. it, and I was in the theaters. And I'm just like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna show it. And, and I remember hearing everybody in the audience too in theaters, like, yeah. oh, like yeah. no, like what? Yeah, but that makes sense. Like you're saying, it wasn't his. So yeah, I mean, who cares? Yeah. Funny side note about that movie, um, it only has one song throughout the entire movie, one, right. one musical, one score. Yeah, one, and then they play it in different speeds. So you think it's different songs, but it's just played at different speeds. So that, you know, that Inception, the classic bom bom, you know, the yeah. thing. That's the song played extremely slow and loud. That's it. That's crazy. It's it's awesome. That's a like. Christopher Nolan's just such a great director. Like he just looks at like everything like perfectly. Is like, the guy's a genius. Yeah, like the Dark Knight series, everything, and then Interstellar was his last one. But he's done like oh, a that lot of good. good so yeah. all his movies are are amazing. What is yeah. he doing next? Anything? I think he's actually doing a biopic. <laughs> I 
I think, a biopic on somebody. I All right. Know. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe I could be completely wrong, but that's what I thought. Ashley and Chris, your number one movie ending of all time. Okay, our number one is also a movie I hate besides It Follows. But It Follows is pretty high up on my list. Um, It's The Mist. Um, uh, when the dad kills everybody in the car when they're just about to make it out. Ugh. That, but you hate the movie. I do hate. But the it's movie. such a brilliant ending. Yeah, it's 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 just more of like you feel so bad for the guy, and then you just hate the movie because like if you just waited a few more seconds or a few more minutes, you all of you could have survived, and not instead of killing his own son and the people he met. And yeah, because essentially it's just about these people who take. Like refuge in a uh, in a grocery, a, store. Like a grocery store. store, yeah, yeah. right. Like Long during this people. huge, like just like mist, shadowy, like just takes over the town. Like all the right. fourth dimension or whatever. Yeah, yeah no another dimension. aliens come in and yeah, exactly. I didn't see weird. that movie because everybody said how bad it was. Okay, it so that's was. no, I liked I'm, I liked it, but it wasn't great. Oh, it was just more of a shock. Like like you really <laughs> wanted them to go out and find help, but again, they just lose all hope and they're like, all right, well. we'll We'll just kill each other, and the last one just has to shoot himself. So the dad, he kills all the people he met, including his Son. kid, yeah. And then two seconds go by, and then the army comes. And like, oh, yeah, we're winning the war against them, and we have um, safety and all that stuff. And it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And to elaborate on that, the scene where, you know, the, a lot of this movie takes place in this, um, this grocery store. Before they get there, uh, Thomas Jane's character... He is separated from his wife, and he finds out his wife gets killed during the movie, mm. and he's already really emotionally distraught, and he's in there with these other survivors, and they're trying to figure out how to get to this mist. They can't just run out because they don't – at the time, you don't know what it is. You just know people go into the mist, and they don't come back out. Blood splatter. You know, it turns out there's aliens. I, again, the movie's kind of weird, but – I never would have guessed there was aliens. Yeah, no, none it's of us It's just did. like another dimension. Yeah, the, right. like the government mm. just finds a portal to a dimension, and the stuff comes through that. Right, and that's how they get there. Yeah. So these people, they're <laughs> that gathered. Sounds, it sounds ridiculous. It's, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it, it's such a dark movie. But it's but the ending is so captivating because these people split in the middle of the movie and they go into the mist and they say, "Don't do it. You're not going to get out. It's you're going to get killed. It's a death sentence." Half the people go. Thomas Jane and his kid and his, these three people decide to stay with them. 
They finally find their way out of this place. They get into this car. They're driving. They're driving. They're driving. And then Stephen King's book, actually, you know, they the movie uh, the book ends with them just driving off into you know the abyss, and hopefully yeah. to ass- they assume to find safe haven. But um, so finally, when the car runs out of gas, you know, he's got a gun, and there's five people in the car, but there's only four bullets. His wife's already dead. He wants to just make this painless. Bang, bang, bang. Takes like three people, and then he has to kill his own son. And the, and the whole movie, you're thinking at least the son's gonna get away. They're not gonna kill a kid, right? And then let alone his own father kills him, and it's just what i mean you're freaking out i remember watching this with my cousins my cousin and his wife and she had a mental breakdown the minute that happened they killed the kid and you know oh yeah she freaked out and you know because she she had just had a newborn child you know so you have a one-year-old child in the house and she's oh how old was the kid that he killed he was probably what seven eight six six younger and so it's a really intense scene and then no matter if you like the movie or not that scene just captivates you and then finally so he goes to take himself out and he's out of bullets so he runs into the the mist to you know let them take him out only to have the military not only come there to rescue him but they they find the bodies of all these people that he just killed and then you see a truck full of survivors that made it out including the group that had left the grocery store so if he just went with them they would have all survived so they just put that extra little dab of salt in the wound (laughs) and even stephen king was saying that you know, he didn't have that in his book, and he thought, "Man, I wish I had that because that's just <laughs> a brilliant ending." Oh right. my god! It's now I want to really see it. Dark. It's really dark and disturbing. I gotta wait like ten years, so I forget what you said. And then, <laughs> then I'll go. Then see I'll it. watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I have it on DVD. You can borrow it. <laughs> I, I liked the movie. I just the only thing I didn't like about the movie was like the special effects. But yeah. I think they had a low budget for the movie. Frank Darabont, who directed it, really wanted to get this movie made, and I think he used most of like his own money to do it. Um, because he just he just wanted to make this film, so the CGI in it is really crappy. Kind of sketchy, yeah. Yeah, like all the alien creatures and stuff. It just kind of yeah. Looks this shitty. is not Avatar. You're not going. Yeah, it's this not. Movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no. not the movie you're going for for graphics. It's just that, like I said, it's just the, the movie is so so, <laughs> but the ending was probably the most lasting impact you know I've ever had from a movie. Just going, wow. It's definitely like one of the most depressing endings. It is something that's not like depressing. like a World War II movie or something well, like that. Yeah, fair like, enough. Yeah, like real stuff. Like this is just a fake movie that's like. Well, it just made me more angry because I was like, really? All you had to do was wait like two minutes and but everybody would have been alive. And that's the way the movie ends. It just cuts right there, yeah. too. Yeah. It's like... You, you just, just see him like crying, crying in the car. He's just crying. And, and it pans out. And just, they're uh, all... Yeah, the, the military people are looking into his car and there's blood everywhere. He just killed his kid. And, you know, it's like... And all the survivors, they just put that little thing in there right in the end. Just all the survivors, you could have been there. Oh, it's awful. But it's such a brilliant ending, though. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was funny because... um. The lady who plays Carol in The Walking Dead. She's yeah, in that movie she's also. In it, yeah. Her character in that movie just goes out because she wants to find, I think, her husband or something like that. And they all think she's dead. And then, of course, at the end of the movie, you see her on the uh, the tank, the army tank, rolling by, just staring at the guy in the car. She, she survived and found either. the person yeah. she was looking for. Her. It was just so funny. Which, by the way, there's a lot of Walking Dead characters in right. that movie. Right. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I agree. I, I like that ending a lot. It's really disturbing, but it's a great one. It's a shock. I remember reading reviews for the movie before I went to see it that it was getting like decent reviews, and some of the reviews were like one of the most crazy endings I've ever seen. And yeah. I was like, how crazy could the ending really get? And I remember watching it and like even like anticipating like the ending as they're driving away. I'm like, what could happen right now that would be so shocking? And then all that happens, and I'm just like. Oh, is it just going to be a depressing ending? And then when the military shows up, I'm, I'm like, like, what? Oh, okay, that's yeah. Sucks. If he, if he, honestly, that if sucks. he had just gotten, you know, devoured by you know, one of these, yeah, I would, I would have been like, okay. like, okay, well, that's all, that's that sucks, but oh well, you know. But no, that there were salvation moments away. Yeah, if they just waited two more minutes, yeah, they would have been saved. Wow. So yeah, that's how our list goes. It starts with Toy Story and ends with the mist. <laughs> <It was amazing. laughs> Solid. That's great, great list. All right, uh, Robert, you're. 
Number one and the last number one. My number one is going to be a movie that I made JJ watch one time that he was not fond of. I'm going away. I'm, but, walk, I'm literally walking out of this room. the ending is so genius for more than one reason. Ba- the movie is The Graduate. With Dustin oh, Hoffman. Okay. All right. Okay. Dustin I was gonna Hoffman. say Citizen Kane. No, 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 no. God, that movie sucks. No, it doesn't. Right. But anyways, is it as bad as it follows? No. <laughs> hey, at least he likes it. Rosebud. This is fucking slide the whole time. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It brought him back to his childhood. Oh yeah. He Rose had a sled Bud. as a child. That's when he was the happiest. <laughs> anyways. Jesus Christ. Too soon. Not everything can be the Matrix. JJ. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Don't spoil Rosebud. Um, no, uh, I'm going with The Graduate. Uh, basically, the movie's about this guy who just graduated from college. He's going to go get a job. He's going to go to actually graduate school. And he starts sleeping with his parents' friends, mo- like the mother, who like of a girl that he like used to date, I think. And never nothing ever came of it, but he started sleeping with this older woman that was the mother of her and a fr- family friend while they start they start hooking up over the summer they're just sleeping together doing that whole thing then the daughter comes back into the picture and the parents set him up with the daughter because they really want him to like you know try dating elaine like you know she's a nice girl 
but he's sleeping with her mom and he doesn't want to do that and he's just like no i don't want to do it i don't want to do it. i don't i don't want to ruin like what he what he was doing even though he's keeping it a secret anyways he ends up going out with elaine he ends up falling for elaine she ends up finding out that he slept with her mother she gets upset cuts him off leaves for berkeley and everything and he actually chases her goes after her she starts getting married like she plans on getting married to this other guy and the ending is her at um at the uh the wedding basically in the church and he shows up starts banging on the window and she kind of just goes like screw it like i'm gonna go with him and she still had feelings for him so she runs off he grabs her he runs off they go into a bus they climb into the bus they sit in the back of the bus and the bus just drives off and that's kind of how it ends where they're just together the reason why i like this movie or the movie ending i like the movie but the movie ending is because at the very ending or at the very end there's a, a shot where they're in the bus like right after they get away from the wedding, she kind of just like she um, or he like fights her dad. They're like just huge mess as they run onto the bus. They get on the bus and then the bus just takes off. And while they're sitting on the bus, they're just kind of just laughing and looking at each other like, OK, good. We're we're together. Finally, everything's working out. You know, she's over the whole mother thing. I love her. But then they're kind of just like looking at each other and they don't say anything. And then it kind of just pans out after like a few minutes. And. Mike Nichols, who directed the movie, while he was filming that, they go, like, well, give us direction. Like, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to smile? Do you want us to kiss? Do you want us to do, like, whatever? And he goes, like, no, just just do what you want. So he just films them, and he just filmed them for, like, five minutes while they were just kind of figuring out what to do. And they're just really unsure, and you can kind of see it in their faces that just they're unsure. And Mike Nichols liked that because he's like, yeah, they're probably just unsure what they're going to do now. They just ran away together, but they really have they have no money. They're just... She's wearing a wedding dress right now. He looks raggedy. Like they're just unsure of what their future is going to be, and that's kind of how it ends. I mean, it was the most like good. real ending it's, that I've ever yeah. seen to a movie because them their reactions and their facial expressions. It really was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, like what do we do? Like you can like, kind of see in her face. Like, the, I might have made a, made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like all this epic. You know, like I just left my wedding and all this, and you're sitting in the bus, and now it's just like. Real life just dawned on you. Yeah. And it's it's perfect. Yeah. It actually is a really good movie ending. Yeah. I I just I love that ending. That unsure and like the fact that it was kind of improvised, like, hey, just do do what you guys want to do. They didn't kiss, they didn't do anything, they just kinda of sat there, laughed for a little bit, and then kinda of just like looked around, like unsure. Have you guys life. seen it? No, I have not. It's really good. Some pieces of it. It's good. It's so good. Yeah, I obviously know what happens, but Yeah. That's the what ending. happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's this guy. <laughs> yeah. He sleeps with a mom. Right. Yep, um, that's my number one. And that was a good number one. Wow, we had we had some good movies on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so. I want to watch all these movies, like even though they've been spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I still kind of want to watch Fight Club. Well, now. I want to <laughs> wait like five years and then watch it all. And then watch all of them. Yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? Oh God. Yes, Get the paper yes, out. I, yes, I do. <laughs> um, the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. No, actually, um, oh man, this one is—it's kind of awful. It's a lot of people don't like this movie, but it's still one of my favorites of all time. It's Signs, M Night Shyamalan uh, Signs. Yeah. I freaking love that movie. It builds up so much like anticipation. You don't really get to see the aliens like mm-hmm. almost ever until the very end, and it's just—it's—it's it's freaking epic. I love the ending of that movie, so that was an honorable mention. Yeah, 
That was a terrifying um, movie. I, I like that movie. Okay, I'm it, terrified of aliens. You can make, make fun of me all you want, but I am. And I saw that movie and had nightmares for weeks. Yep, yeah. yep. Oh me too. Gosh. Me too. It's the so, best. It's the so best scary. shot is that one where at the birthday party, everybody always mentions right. that, yes. like where the alien just walks by. It's just like yes. out in the open. It's just like Jesus Christ. Oh, just yeah. thinking about yeah. it now. Was, huh, they me jump the back here. Yep. Oh man, that that movie. Huh. That was good. Still on glass of water by my bedside. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> just in case aliens who are allergic to water show up. <clears throat> that and um, Basic Instinct. <laughs> this, one's out, this one's out there. It's it's silly. But I just remember watching it and being... Because like, in Basic Instinct, you don't know who the killer is. Mm. That's the And and you you get to this point where the, you're convinced the whole movie who it is. You know the entire movie who the killer is. And then it gets to one scene and it's like, holy shit. Who's the killer? And you're and you actually question yourself, and you're going through the exact same emotions that the guy is, the main actor in the movie, and it blows my mind. Like I'm not going to spoil it. You just just watch it. It's great. Yeah. Not telling you who the killer is. There you go. Who's totally the killer? <laughs> <laughs> um, honorable female. mentions: Ashley and Chris. Uh, the Departed. For sure. Oh, yeah. I really wanted this on the list. Unfortunately, I couldn't do it justice. I haven't seen this movie in a while, and I don't want to just go. Uh, I haven't seen. I don't remember most of the movie, but the ending is bang, you know. And again, I don't. This is a movie I hate to spoil for people, so I'm not going to. But the whole movie, you're just like really compelled to follow along, and then in one instant, the entire movie, just without warning, just boom, changes and it takes a huge turn. You go, what the fuck just happened, you know? Yeah. And that was, I love that movie. Oh yeah. I can't really think of any more really great endings but i can think of a really great beginning <laughs> <laughs> it's sad and it's up, up. yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah when uh, they're trying to have the baby and she can't have it oh, tears it's <laughs> waterfall <laughs> really? well, that's our next uh top five movie beginnings <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. We'll do that soon, next week well, i know you had the notebook on here as well i mean well i only put that down because it was more like it was uh more of an emotional sadness to the ending, like Still, I mean, like I actually didn't see it coming. I mean, maybe I'm naive or something. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I kind of figured out in the beginning, like, oh, okay, maybe they're the couple. But totally didn't when they both died, basically <laughs> together, I was like, that was kind of sad. Okay, I, so I felt it, stupid when I was watching the movie too. Right? right yeah. No, like I, once they once they revealed it, I was like, oh yeah, oh god, that makes sense. I'm dumb. Right. <laughs> I was actually watching that movie at an ex girlfriend's house when it first came out, and well, when you know you buy it on DVD. Or What's whatever. her name? Yeah, whatever. Tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember watching it being, you know, like, yeah, whatever, you know. And then as it kind of went on, I was like, all right, it's a little more interesting, a little more interesting. Okay, you know, Ryan Gosling takes his shirt off. Okay, it's getting good. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then at the end, you know, the scene where they're just holding hands, I'm like, what, what happened? They just fall asleep together? What happened? She's like, they're dead. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? 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 And then you know, it kind of you know pulls you back in. Yeah. Well, for me, it's it, a guy. It wasn't really a yeah. big surprise that the older versions of themselves was actually the real couple but right. it was just when they died together it's what got me yeah, more yeah that was a shock to me yeah very like, emotional Aww. yeah I have a lot of honorable mentions but I'm just gonna go through real quick and that is okay. tonight's show that's just me <laughs> hey hold on Scarface <laughs> and it's over Scarface is great what's that what's Scarface Scar- what <laughs> the movie <laughs> the whole movie it's just a movie check it out uh, Seven what's in the box Usual I'm suspects. That wasn't on you. I I could have sworn that would have been on you. That was list. almost on our list. Yeah. yeah. Was it? We, we just watched it last list. night. Yeah, we almost really put it on. Oh really? Well, just like a coincidence. We just happened to watch it. You know. It's good. It's such a good. ending. I mean, it's so depressing again. Yeah. It's so depressing, but it's a good ending. It's good like twist. Yeah. Usual suspects. Verbal kit. It's Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Intense. Um, the birds. 
I like that just because they kind of just drive off. It's very ambiguous, like whether the birds are going to keep attacking them or not. It follows. Oh my! God, it's ambiguous. Robert. You don't know if the thing's still following oh, yeah, them or not. Yeah. It's so you just see a person behind them as they're like holding hands, like the couple. At that point, they just don't care anymore. Yeah, but that's that's nuts, though. That's pretty crazy. Like to see like that person following them. Ah, uh, such a good movie. Ashley, you. watch it again. No, it's next terrible. Week, next week, you can tune in for the live fight between Ashley yeah. and Robert over this. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a debate, like why I think it's bad and why you think it's a good movie. Uh, we should do a debate on that. Because I'd, I'd, I'd Let's do a debate, and then we'll <laughs> upload it to Patreon for patrons. Uh, and then I just want to say Diabolique, The Sting, Night of the Living Dead, and Sunset Boulevard. They're all really good endings. All of them. Diabolique, which is a foreign film, subtitles and everything like that. I think it was a French film. It um, One of the best endings I've ever seen for a movie. So It's so crazy, and I'm not even going to spoil it, but watch it sometime. Wait, I have really I have an honorable mention. Which one? It's that alien movie. What's that alien movie? Signs. That you we saw in it. theaters. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Me and JJ went and watched... Uh, fuck, what was that movie? I forget what the fuck it was called. doesn't matter. Something we watched this movie... And it was supposed to end, <laughs> but it didn't. And I remember when it didn't end. Skyline. Skyline. Sky- Skyline? Skyline. Maybe. I'm going to look it up while you say it. So is, the, is it with the one where they're in, like, Las Vegas? And yeah. Yes, they're in, like, a tower and all that. And it's technically so, based off the video from, like, the 60s where they thought aliens were attacking and, like, the whole <coughs> army was... No, that this was Battlefield. Real. That was Battlefield Los that was Angeles. Different. Oh, that's, that's what... Yeah. yeah. So this movie, um, I just remember... My favorite part of the movie was Robert's reaction when the movie should have ended and it didn't. <laughs> like it had this ending and it was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then it continued on and and Robert was his hands were on his face <laughs> and his mouth was open. And I'm just like laughing, just watching him do it. And the ending was so awful. It was bad. It was so bad. It was like a really just bad ending. But I mean, if it they would if they would have ended it though, like, it still would have been right shit. Right before the very ending? Yeah. It would have been a bad movie. It would have been like, eh, you know, it's just a bad movie. Man. That made it really bad. It was just so <laughs> stupid. He turned into an alien at the very end and then started, like, punching. Because, like, the whole thing is, like, he goes up into the alien spaceship, and that that's where it should have ended, right? Yeah. But then it shows him in the ship, and it's like, oh, God. And then he turns into an alien. Yeah, like, they, they move his brain into some other creature. It was so stupid. It was dumb. It was a horrible <laughs> movie. Anyway. Like, um. Yeah. Well, that. <laughs> yeah. Donald, Donald Faison was in it, so he's awesome. No. <laughs> Wait. I mean, just not in. Shut this. up. This movie just wasn't that Ooh. great. Sin. Well, another he's good okay. uh, alien movie that I actually do like is District Nine. Oh, District, yeah. And that ending was he turned into an alien. Yes. Yeah, that was great. That was kind of sad. Oh, that was yeah, great. Yeah, it was sad, but that, it was that was actually a good one. Yeah, it was kind of really sad. I recall. It's basically like. The aliens that are living on Earth are in poverty, and we're treating them like shit. And that's a, he, such like, an awesome fucking story. Yeah, yeah. And he goes nobody ever it, thought about that. The aliens are here, and they're just like living here, the same and we way. just put them in oh, a little yeah. box. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's nuts. But yeah, he just like, uh, yeah, him turning into an alien, and like, yeah, what was it? He found like a flower or something like that. Yeah, like, I think he like left it on the doorstep where his wife, or where he used to live with his wife, because right. I think that was her favorite flower. I think. Uh-huh. I think. Oh, so depressing. Yeah, so many depressing endings. All right. Anyway, that was uh, that was top five movie endings. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Robert, do you have any plugs? Plugs. Uh, just go to sharkdropper.com. You can find all of our podcasts on there. Top five, Word of the Bay, Shark Dropper, Horror Play. Uh, all of our fictional stuff's on there. If you want to be a patron and uh, donate to Patreon, you can donate. 
as little as a dollar a month. That's twelve dollars a year if uh, you're not good at math. And uh, oh, basically, okay. like just a dollar a month, you could do more, um, but you'll get exclusive stuff, uh, exclusive bonus content on Patreon. We're gonna start putting more stuff up there. And, and there's also Loot Crate, which oh, you guys crate. have been mentioning recently, so I actually went online and took a look at it. Yeah. And I regret not doing it last month because of what they had, but it it looks pretty cool. And I think it's, what is it, LootCrate.com slash shark. Uh, slash shark. Slash shark. Slash shark. Promo code <laughs> Promo shark code dropper. shark dropper. There, there you go. go. Check yeah. it out. Um, You get, what is it, a little box a month with all kinds of little cool gizmos and gads. And, but they have it like a theme. And last month was... What was it? Last, Last month, month was well this because this episode's coming out you know, a couple <laughs> weeks from now. So last month will be this month, which this month I think is sci-fi. Or maybe that was last month. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Just check it out. You can go to lootcrate.com. You'll <laughs> see whatever it. the theme is. Buy it. Um, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a discount off of your first box and it's pretty cool. Like you get some cool stuff. They sent us a box uh mm. to kind of show us like what it was about. And you know, we got well, that that box was Harry Potter socks and an Uncharted poster and a Labyrinth T-shirt. That one was kind of like all over the place. But there's like a lot of times they they do themes. So I think like one time they had Rick and Morty stuff. A lot of like um, other sci-fi, maybe like Simpsons things. Like so, it's just like little little knickknacks, shirts, toys, totally random stuff. I have a buddy yeah. of mine who has it and he loves it. He's been subscribed for a while now. Really, absolutely loves it. Yeah, I know some people who do that, and like they they like it. They like the little stuff that they get, and it's cool. So yeah, if you want to check that out, you know, go to lootcrate.com slash shark, and that'll help us out if you put in the promo code uh, shark dropper. Nice. Thank you for listening for another great episode of Top Five. We'll see you next week. Shark Dropper Studios production.